0: How many times have you sent messages to women and gotten zero response? Or maybe gotten a response and then it fizzled out immediately? Well, you need help with your banter, my friend. And that is where I come in. I am basically the world's only banter coach. I teach you and give you the hard skill of being witty and clever and fun and also emotive and vulnerable to connect with women so that they want to know you. They want to go on a date with you. I have helped so many men succeed at this. I've lost count. So if you're struggling in this department, I'm telling you it is worth your time to go to christianandchill.com. If I could take all the guys that I've worked with and have them yell at you and beat you up until you finally give in and say, okay, this is something I really do need to work on. I would do that. But unfortunately, I can't do that. But what I can do is I can teach you to be fast on your feet so that you can charm her socks off and even more. And if you're finding you're not even getting matches to be able to banter in the first place, I make killer profiles. I hate to brag, but they're really, really good. So if you need help with your profile, I'm here for that as well. Make 2023 not... 2022 or 2021 or however long you've been struggling. And you can start doing that by going to kristenandchill.com.
1: Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of The dictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have another episode of Help a Brother Out where we have Justin in studio with me talking about not being so confident about saying what he wants. I coach him on how to say what he wants. And then our guest who's in studio, Jared, is also going to provide advice. So check it out. <music>
0: to the S- podcast where we get real advice straight from the source. I'm your host, Kristen Carney here, of course, with Marnie Kinress, uh, owner of The thewinggirlmethod.com. Um, we have a very handsome voice of man here in the studio with us today. He has a show on LA Talk Radio called, I'm going to screw it up. I know. Just look me. at the cheat sheet in front of you. Radio. It's hey, modern man radio. Studio, gave us each Modern male radio. All the information is on Well, I it. just get it the minute I walk in. It's not written down. and I just, It's written. Down, but it doesn't say modern male radio, right? So. That's true. but you knew the radio it, part, yeah. And he's got an awesome book called Methodology of the Modern Male, and it looks awesome. I'm gonna give it to my boyfriend. Um, everyone, welcome Jared Zavistowski to the show today.
1: Hi, hey, I got Hi. Right. this does look awesome. I love all the cartoons in it as visuals for people. I think it's, I think it looks fun. Yeah, I'll have to give this a read. I wish I would have read it before. This would this be like awesome.
0: good to just, you know, just randomly leave outside of like your loser brothers. Apartment <laughs> right. door and be like, "How did this get here?" We
2: actually uh, be like, "Come on, yeah, is this on?"
0: I think so. Yeah, I think just you might be a little bit low. low. I can oh, hear
2: you. Low? okay. Yeah. Um,
0: you're just low.
2: Your yeah. We we thought about doing a what was called a book slapping campaign, where we were actually going to
1: slap people uh, across the face. Yeah,
2: yeah, like run around town and like throw the book at people. That, These
1: are freaking that's happy. A good idea. Would <laughs> that would be bad PR for you. Yeah,
2: they double as weapons.
1: Yeah, modern mail kills seven in Los Angeles. Yeah, it is looks that, good. I like does it. Does it sound better for you now?
2: There we go. Yeah, yeah, now I can hear
1: myself. Yeah, we're really awesome. high tech. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, no, but this book looks awesome. That's cool. So tell people about um, the radio show. What do you, I, I've been on the radio show. Yes, you have. Yes. But and, tell, tell me, like, what do you talk about for the, for the modern male? What, who is the modern male?
2: Basically, it's male dating advice. So we invite uh, social media influencers on, models, uh, adult stars, who, whomever uh, a man would be interested in, and we invite them on and we test our dating advice on them. Okay. So we ask them what would work, what they want, what they're looking for. And we help bridge the communication gap between women and men.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. Very similar question so, to mine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. It's wonderful.
2: It's like the exact, well, it's, it's kind of exactly what you do. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so stop copying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, so you bring them on and then do you send them out to do their, do your dating advice and then you bring them back?
2: No, no, no. We don't actually live coach anyone okay. on the show.
0: So how do you test it? What's the testing like?
2: Um, well, we 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 deal with theories and philosophies from my book, and then we bring the girls on and we talk to them about um, either either stuff like that or relevant issues that are going around, and we kind of definitively try and understand like what does this mean? Like fuck boys. We did a whole show on that. Yeah. And you know what is it? Uh, how how is one a perpetrator? I probably
0: smelled like such heavy cologne in there. Well, we don't. We have
2: we have uh, girls on, so oh, okay. we would have we would have two really you know beautiful guests on, and then we would talk about what a fuckboy is and what qualities these women find more or less attractive.
0: I see. Oh, so you said you bring mostly girls in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. what is a I couldn't hear that part.
2: Uh, a fuckboy is a really really broad definition. Uh, used to like encompass all things that suck about guys. It's actually. Yeah, yeah interesting definitively so like, fuck
0: that boy <laughs> well it's or it's b- uh, is it b-o-i don't they spell it like uh,
2: yeah boy or something like it, that it became like this really b- broad blanket statement and there's all these videos going around talking about well you might be a fuck boy and it's like but there's never any like definitive conclusion about what a fuck boy was yeah so I've... we got we we got on the show and we actually broke it down basically a fuck boy is somebody that wants to fuck who's always kind of like. They're not, they're not in your life for any other time than a booty call. So it's like, and, and I was like, you know, the whole time I was kind of confused. I was like, well, wait, isn't that just a fuck buddy? And they're like, yeah, but they're not your buddy in real life. They're literally just a fuck boy. Like
1: somebody that. Oh, okay. That's what I thought it was. initially. Yeah. then you were saying all the things that are wrong with men. Well, that well is that's, wrong with men. That that's. They just want to fuck or that you want to fuck them. They're just kind of there to fuck you and
0: fuck you over. What? Right. A guy. So, um, (laughs) so on Urban Dictionary, on Urban Dictionary, um, it is spelled F U C K B O I. A guy who tries. Person knew this. A guy who. But I couldn't get your your radio show straight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm like Rain Man. A guy who tries to get with everyone. A player. A guy who will lie to a girl to make them hook up with them or send pics. They think they are the shit when they're not. A guy who will only date a girl for their body. Total ass. A guy that will make a girl cry and laugh. And a guy who, will, who lies when they say, I love you. Oh, so like a, not a nice guy. Yeah, like, like a douchey. Like a douchebag.
1: douchebag.
2: Yeah, so yeah. I guess fuckboy is the new term for douchebag.
1: Interesting. Yeah, why that you just seems to a wrong. new phrase created for this.
2: That's just.
3: How well, I mean, mean it the ones is. that
1: exist were pretty good.
2: Yeah, I thought so too.
1: Yeah, and especially because there's so much confusion around this "fuck boy." Like, why would you choose a name? It doesn't even really make sense.
2: Yeah, you know well, it's saying? become more and more definitive. But in the beginning, I think the Urban Dictionary, I think the Urban Dictionary thing actually changed. Because Probably. At the yeah. Beginning, it was about it was like, uh, uh, uh what's a uh, like a dude that ain't about shit? And I was like,
1: what? well, that's <laughs> kind of broad. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Uh, uh, something with grammar. I don't know. This is all incorrect to me. Anyway, we're going to talk. Just don't be a fuckboy. Yeah, don't be a fuckboy. Is that how you pronounce it? Boy. I don't even know. Um. Okay, so this week we're going to continue. Thank you for that definition. You're by welcome. The way I really like the... The the new word that I've learned. You today. know,
2: I'm I'm saying sure sure we, right we retrograde this and go back to douchebag because I, yeah. I I feel like douchebag works so much better. Yeah,
1: that's I'm, I get it. You say douchebag, I know who you're
2: Everybody talking about. Everybody knows what a douchebag yeah. is. Yeah,
1: a it's fuck like, boy. I'm like, what the well, I don't know. Is that? I don't think you have to say the say it, the boy. Part. I think you can just say boy. But why do they spell it that way? Because it's funky. That's it's not modern. Funny. That's just stupid. <laughs> this is millennials. Agreed.
2: Agreed. Anyway,
1: <laughs> we are. Uh, this episode is another episode of Help a Brother Out. And we have Justin, who was live in the studio with me, and we did a coaching session with him. And actually, Kristen, you you probably remember Justin. He was on our show when we were back at Sideshow. He came into the studio. Yes, Do you remember you him? Remember him? What What was How your impression of him that you remember him that I could forget?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that you could forget him. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I was not. That I mean, kind of. He just he was a nervous guy. Um, he came to our live show and I remember when he approached us a little bit, I vaguely remember that. And he was, he was kind of like hanging around. It was that little bit of a, like, I'm staring until I'm getting balls up to say hello. Mm -hmm. And so he had a little bit of a creepy vibe, but a nice guy, creepy vibe where it's like, he's just really nice. Yeah. Like he he
1: won't rape or kill you. He'll just like stand around. And if he does, he's going to be nice about
0: it. (laughs) Yes. We'll exactly,
1: you, polite, and like,
0: wipe you up afterwards.
1: Yeah, yeah, very nice guy. So this, so Justin, who actually now I have like a very soft spot for because I think he is wonderful. Um, having that one-on-one time with him got me, to, you know, to get him to know. Get, bleh, I can't speak. Got, to, gave me a chance to get to know him better, and I wanted to play for you guys our coaching session. It's about fifteen minutes, so take a listen to this, and then I want you to give your comments afterwards. All right, so we have. Justin in studio with us, which is awesome. So the other guys who have been part of Help Brother Out, they've been losers who are stuck on the phone. They're not live in person with us or with me. Kristen's not here.
3: Well, that's uh, that's their yeah. loss. Isn't I
1: needed it? some sensitivity because you know. So I kicked her out for these Help Brother Out episodes. <laughs> I wanted to just focus on <laughs> thank God the actual work to be done. So Justin, you were kind of being helped out in the past, uh. and you. Did a show with us? He came to the studio before, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Didn't we originally meet you at our live show? Yes, at our live show. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah. you kind of disappeared. What happened?
3: Uh not exactly sure. I was emailing back and forth with the producer cuz mm. you had talked about initially bringing me back in yeah. later on and then right after I got off the, you know, right after I got out of the show, um he's emailing me he's emailing me saying, you know, so it helped, right? You're on more dates. And I was like, well, it's 2014. I'm literally
1: in the parking lot.
3: It felt like it. Yeah, it was, you know, it's 2014. Nobody goes on dates anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 2014, that was a long time that we did this. Yeah. Okay, so just to let you know, that producer got fired very shortly now. <laughs> so I'm sure that's what happened. Okay, so you're saying you did try and follow up, which is great. Mm. But I think I had emailed you too.
3: There was, a, there was a couple of emails back and forth, but I didn't want to bother you. You signed oh. me. You, you put me on the... One of your, you gave me, you, you said, you know, try this, do this program, yeah. and uh, and I and I went through it and start, you know, I was starting to go through it and just kind of got overwhelmed with it. I don't
1: really, oh, well, voice is cracking. Like that's a good thing to say to get overwhelmed by program. Tell me what overwhelmed you.
3: It seemed like there was a lot of, uh, it was a, there was a lot of steps that were all to be done all at the same time. That's what I'm remembering. You know. Okay.
1: Well, there are instructions about how to do it, but it's not all at the same time. It's actually slowly, but I understand how, okay, so I will make that note in my program that it's not about doing it all at the same time because like you can't do all those steps all at the same time. But so tell me what's been going on with you since you did come on the show.
3: Uh, Since then, I've, uh, well, as far as with women and everything, uh, I've had a girlfriend since then.
1: Good. So obviously it wasn't that overwhelming. Oh,
3: no, no, it was not. just
1: kidding. I'm just kidding you.
3: Uh no it wasn't wasn't uh ridiculously overwhelming uh oh that's much better isn't it? yeah, uh so I had a girlfriend, and I was just able to be much more natural good. and it would actually it was very interesting how this girl actually came after me
1: really yes, okay, good uh,
3: because she was actually introduced to me as a uh, she was a lesbian really yeah.
1: And so, you changed her around. That is how effective the Wing Girl Method is, people. <laughs> Change around lesbians. Now, what happened?
3: Uh, she just was a friend of a friend. Yeah. And, you know, I put her in the you know, basically I put her in the friend zone because really? I thought she was a friend. And then all of a sudden... And a lesbian. And, and a lesbian. Yeah. And, not in, and not interested. Yeah. You know, angry. Right. And she, you know, came after me with, you know, that she wanted to you know, you spend know. more time with me okay. and everything else. And That's we dated for about for about four or five months.
1: Okay. And how did it go? Obviously, she wasn't a lesbian. Was no. Was she bisexual?
3: Uh, yeah, I'd say, I would say so.
1: Okay. Did that intimidate you at all? It, it was. It does, I'm just saying because it does for a lot of men and it shouldn't.
3: It wasn't intimidation. I just, I thought that she was trying to use me for something at first. Right. And I just was trying to, I was trying to make sure that she was not, I wanted to make sure that she wasn't trying to get back at somebody or, you know, no,
1: no that makes complete sense. I guess that's a better way of explaining it. Yes.
3: Cause she was also a lot younger, uh, you know, than I am. So okay.
1: and how old are you? Uh,
3: 38. And how old is she? 23.
1: Oh, nice. Okay, 23 old lesbians. Amazing. Um, so then what, what can I help you with now?
3: Um, well, I still feel like when
0: are I think that there's lesbians? a chance yep.
3: That's correct, Christian. (laughs) I always seem to hold back or not come across as my natural natural self. Okay. Does that, I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it
1: does. It's hold, you're holding yourself back because you think that something you say or you do will be wrong, won't be appreciated, and it's going to ruin attractions. Instead, you bite your tongue and you don't really say anything. Yeah. Or you may say things, but don't really. On on one of our other Help Brother Out episodes, we were talking with Omar and um, his main thing is that he, or his online profile, he does a lot of things for other people. He writes a profile for other people. He writes messages for other people instead of like sitting back and thinking, what do I want to put out there? How am I going to use myself to select the kinds of women that I want? And the trouble with continuously doing that is that you, as I was saying to him, like you cast this wide net that isn't very specific or unique or um, tailored to you. And it's, it's wishy-washy messages that get sent to everybody around you because you're not saying what you want, clearly. You're not stating your opinions. You're not really putting your, yourself out there. You're putting this like vanilla version of yourself out there that, yeah. you know, I mean, I like vanilla ice cream. there's other flavors that are much more exciting and enjoyable. Like if you put vanilla and mint chocolate chip in front of me, I'm going to go mint chocolate chip for Mm -hmm. sure. It's more exciting. Vanilla is like, yeah, it's the basic. It's nice. I can use and abuse it and I'll eat it, but I'm not going to be overwhelmed by it. Mint chocolate chip, I'm going to go crazy over. My point to you is that I'm guessing that's what happens with you as well when you are somewhat invested in some way, in your mind, you're either really attracted to somebody you want something from the person in front of you um you hold yourself back, yeah, right mm-hmm. why like i I just said my reason of why I think it happens, but why do you do it
3: i don't have a I don't have a specific reason as to why
1: has it worked for you
3: No, obviously because right. i'm it's not where you know I'm not where I want to be
1: right, and where do you want to be uh we can figure that out together yeah. if you don't know
3: well i I would like to, I would like to have more options with women. And uh, I jokingly say with uh, my friends, uh, hip deep in vagina. Yeah. But I mean. That's fine. Yeah. That's, you know.
1: You want to be having more sex?
3: Having more sex, having more, you know, more relationships and getting, you know, getting out there and finding more of the, you know, more of the right people that I want to be around.
1: Okay. And so you think that by holding back and not really showing who you are is going to get you around those types of people? No. Okay.
3: it's, It's not.
1: Yeah, but this is interesting, right? So you actually clearly know what you want, but you're doing the opposite to get it. Yeah. Okay. So for you, you're clear on what you want. You want more options. You want to be hip, deep in vagina. You want to be like... What you want to be able to be with who you want to be with, and be able to pick and choose, yeah, rather than saying, "Okay, I'll take you because nobody else is coming this way." Yeah, okay. So I have an exercise for you. Okay. And this is not going to right away tap into you suddenly being that's, who you want to be.
3: That's completely. Um,
1: fine. but I think I may have given it to you last Actually, but um, it's called the "I want" exercise. I don't I remember. Do I don't remember. That okay, one. it's it's a simple exercise, but it's really hard for people to do who aren't used to telling others what they want. okay, And being clear with decisions and opinions. Because I'm hearing wishy-washiness from you of what you put out there to other people, even though you clearly know what you want, okay, right? But it's uncomfortable to put out what you want. So let's get comfortable with first saying, I want, and then you can start putting those things out to other people in grander ways. I want to be hip deep in you, okay? I mean, you're not gonna say that right now, but I want you to get into that space Where you realize that when you say, I want, people actually react better because you're being clear. You're not being wishy-washy. So the exercise is injecting the term and phrase, I want, into your routine five to ten times every single day. Okay. Somebody at work says, oh, what do you want? Like Chinese or blah, for lunch. Instead of saying, oh, I don't know, whatever you guys want, or, oh, I can have this, I can have that. Even if you don't have a strong opinion, I want you to say what it is. You can take a moment and pause and think about it. That's even better and sexier. If you're like, hey, give me a second. Let me think about this. I I want sushi. Like, I I want you to really start owning I want and being okay with it. Okay. Because I'm guessing you don't do that. No. In your life, right? And does that make you feel uncomfortable to be assertive like that?
3: I could see where it would be. Yeah, I yeah. definitely could see that.
1: Okay. I,
3: I, in sitting here and thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, of course I can say, I want this. I want, you know, that's what, that's what we do all day. Right. But actually, you know, I could see where I would not do it as much as, you know, you're, yeah. you know, as I, I want to.
1: Yeah, I, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll say this to you. Like, I, I, I am now seeing a business coach for myself because in most of my interactions, I am very clear with what I want. Mm-hmm. With friends, I don't shy away. Like I, I'm not, I don't pussyfoot around things. Like I am obviously with certain people in my life I'm not going to be a bulldozer for them and I'm going to be a little bit more open and not you know, try and beat them into doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm not afraid and shy to say what I want. When it came to my business, mm-hmm. I was kind of. I would hire these vendors to work on my website or on my business and I would hire them thinking, you know better what I want and what's better for my website, even though I've been doing this for 12 years almost. But you know better because... Five other people say that you know better. So I'm just going to put all my power into your hands and then be your cheerleader the entire time that you're working on my stuff. And I'm also going to pay you crazy amounts of money to do all this stuff. I'm just going to let you do what you want to do. And as I would hire these vendors and we would start to work with each other, I would just sit back and I'd be like, yeah, that's great what you're doing. It sounds awesome. And slowly things would start to creep up where I would say, they're not doing what I want to do, but I wouldn't ask for it and I wouldn't say things to them. I wouldn't be assertive. I would be scared to upset them because if, if I upset them, they, could, they would leave potentially and mm-hmm. I could piss them off, kind yeah. of like what you're experiencing with women. And they may say, oh, I'm not going to work on your site and then they're not going to make my site a million times better than it is, right? Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening with me holding back on either asking questions, saying what I want, being more assertive on having scheduling times for reports, being given to me so they're relaying the information back to me about what they're working on and what they've accomplished and, and setting certain timelines for them by re- letting them just run amok and do whatever they want to do. It takes power away from me, gives power to these people who may not want that power at that time because they want to work with me and they want to be able to win with me as well so that we can have a really great partnership. Um, and I am working with a business coach right now and I have been for like a year, but I've learned now how to be more assertive, how to say what I want, because I was very comfortable saying it in other areas, but how to say what I want in this specific realm. And I see people, the vendors that I'm working with, are working so much better now. We're working as a team, we're working together. There's like a there, there's a synergy, there's an energy between us that wasn't there before. There was always this distance that was between myself and the other vendors and I was always putting them on a pedestal mm-hmm. thinking that they could save me and make you know things happen that I wasn't able to make happen. But what, okay, I'm going into a long-winded story, but my point is, is that I was giving away my power and I don't want you to give away your power. You have so much power within you that you keep giving to other people, especially super hot girls that you want to sleep with when they don't deserve that power yet. They want a collaboration. They mm-hmm. want to work with somebody. They want to win with you and you want to let them know that they could be able to win with you. But if you're not saying anything and you're being complacent and you're, you're, you're being vanilla, then nothing is going to attract them to you and nothing is going to keep them around you. Anyway, we're going to work further on this, but the first step is saying, I want five to 10 times a day. And what I want you to do okay. is I want you, I'm going to give you a special email address or I'm going to have Jen send it over to you. Um, and you're going to, Email every single day a recap of how you said I want. Tell me how it felt, whether it was shitty, whether it was amazing. I want you to like treat me as a journal and just like write to me and tell me everything that's going on. Okay. Writing things down, especially writing to somebody that's receiving the information and comment on it, makes it more tangible and helps you speed up your process of actually internalizing something. Okay. Okay. And that's what I want you to do. Are you comfortable with that?
3: Yeah. I'm okay. I'm comfortable with that.
1: Cool. Go back to Orange County. Yeah.
3: No, I don't uh I don't actually live in Orange County, but uh, You just oh, have
1: an Orange County haircut?
3: Uh yes, I work in Orange County.
1: Oh, you work in Orange County. Yes. Where do you live?
3: Uh found uh Torrance.
1: Oh, in Torrance. Yeah. You South live Bay. there before?
3: No, I okay. moved. I moved about 6 months ago.
1: Torrance is like a big up and coming area, isn't it?
3: It's really Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of businesses in there and there's a lot of people that are, you know, it's a, a big growing community.
1: Yeah. Yes. No, I, I I used to actually have an office down there um, and it was very industrial. But then just as I was leaving it up there, it started becoming kind of cool. That's how it always happens. Wherever I leave, then it becomes cool afterwards. Anyway, thank you for coming in, meeting with me one-on-one. We're going to continue working with each other so I can continue to help a brother out.
3: Okay, excellent.
1: Okay, cool. Okay. Well, I just want to, I want to add on a little bit because after we stopped recording, obviously that's when like really great things happen. That's yeah. why when, you know, guests come into our show, we're like, don't talk to us because you're going <laughs> to waste all your, you know, good go-go juice uh not being on air. So he talked to me afterwards about his body language, which, you know, Kristen noticed it the first time that she met him. I noticed it as soon as he walked in. Trisha noticed it as soon as he walked in the door. His body language was off. It's, it was not as, Great as Jared's right now, but I advised him to do exactly what you were doing. So I gave him a little exercise that. Because he was talking about how whenever he gets into a new place or a new situation, even if he's been there before, uh, when he first gets there, he he can feel all this tension building up in his body. And he gets uncomfortable and nervous. And then his head starts, we've all experienced this before. Your head gets all like muddled and you're like, I don't even know what to say or think." And because you're so fixated on all this tension, you can't really enjoy the world around you. So my exercise to him was to watch this video that I have up on my website. It's by Amy Cuddy, who did an amazing TED Talk. And we talked about it on the show many times before. She talks about this Wonder Woman pose where literally you just open up your body like Wonder and Woman. When you get a room. It, be like,
3: eh. yes. Yes. <laughs> Superman. <laughs>
1: the Superman pose. I, but that's what she calls it. I'm not going to take it away from her. Um, but we talked about how the first thing that he should always remember to do when he gets into a new place is just open up his body language and yeah. just pay attention to that as opposed to all the things he is or is not doing correctly. If he can just focus on putting like exactly like you're standing, like opening up his
0: pelvic area. Opening up his chest, yes. Body. Jared's been all all show so far with his legs spread wide, open. His wide open for us. That's in the book. It's chapter four. Uh, you, can hear, you can hear in his voice that he has weak body language. Yeah. You can just hear it in the way he talks. Cause it was, he sounds very NPR uninspired without the information. <laughs> Right, you know what I mean. Very well, sleepy, and I'm it's sure a very sleepy sound.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sure. But the thing is, is that when I talk to him off radio, he is much more sure of himself. So when he's not in a nerve wracking situation, right. which yeah, you know, I could
2: see how it is. would be nervous to not only get coached but get coached live on the air. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a, a very very different studio, and there's a lot going on in here. So there's a lot to distract you, and men, you know, we have a singular focus. So there's that, and then also he might not be, um, you know, he he might not be very good at taking constructive criticism. So now he's taking constructive criticism on a stage in the spotlight, and he's like, oh my god, you know, and he's starting to his voice is starting to crack, and his adrenaline's pumping, and um, and that's what happens a lot of times with approach. When a guy goes up to approach a girl, he just he immediately feels like he's on a stage and he's butt naked. Yeah, and um. It's funny because you guys mentioned the way my body language is. I struggled very, very much with being insecure or being that guy that was kind of like, I didn't know what to say to the girl. So I'd sit there and look at her. I mean, these are all issues that I dealt with personally. I wasn't born this way. And I learned to conditionally train things and I learned how to be more attractive and be more assertive with my space and more dominant. Um, and those are things that I teach guys. So it's, it's riddled throughout the book. And I give examples on how to exude confidence because confidence is one of those slippery things. It's like, everybody says, be more confident, but no guy's like, Oh, this is how you be more confident. Nobody's going, this is how you get more confident. Everybody's like, just be more confident. People are like, what? Well, tell me how how do you get more confident? So uh, I liken it, again, to body language. And then we, I, the example I use is like a hammer. So when you take a hammer, you're not going to go and you're not going to grip that hammer as tightly as possible because you're not going to get a good swing out of it. And you're not going to have a grip on that hammer that's uh, you know, going to let the hammer slip out of your hand the second that you hit something. So instead of um, mentally associating the word confidence as the word confidence, I tell people to mentally associate it as the word sure. I'm sure. Uh, when you, when you're talking about something and somebody comes up and goes, Hey, are you sure about that? You go, yeah, I'm sure. I know. Uh, I know I've, I've checked it backwards and forwards. You're not overcompensating and you're not undercompensating. And I cover all of the different ranges there. Um, you know, what overconfidence is, where it stems from, um, and and overcompensating in general. And then underconfidence where guys are like, you know, they're, they're too scared to walk up and be assertive because they're afraid of hurting people's feelings. And it's like, man, if you're afraid of your own strength, like you, 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 don't know what you're doing. Um,
1: well, you're sabotaging you, yourself. That's what you're doing.
2: Well, yeah, and I think a lot of guys. Well, well now we live in this, this society where women uh, have kind of like asserted themselves into the, into a place of equality, which is great, and I'm all about Stupid that.
0: Bitches, <laughs> get rid of them.
2: <laughs> But what, it's left a lot of men kind of scratching their heads going, well, what do I do? Like, I can't, they don't feel like they can completely be uh, themselves fully in the masculine. And that's because a lot of the masculine back then was kind of uh, muddied into chauvinism. There was there was a lot of masculine, but there was also a lot of extraneous um, is, like, chauvinistic and yeah that's misogynistic things. Yeah. So now I think that the, um, the goal is to help men find the masculine in its most innate, uh, attractive form. While kind of like you know sanding off the misogyny that comes with it and and you know removing that so, taking
0: off the best part <laughs> <laughs> my um,
2: but uh when when it comes right down to it, you hit a really, really interesting topic on uh when, when you were coaching him, and that was uh the desire to want, uh, or just just the just saying you want or the, it's the really
1: uncomfortable for so many people.
2: the ability to have a desire, and I talk about that in my book too. Um, that for some reason, I didn't understand it fully in the beginning, but then when you kind of see it in a girl, you, you start to understand it a little bit better. Um, but it is it is an attractive quality when someone knows what they want. Mm-hmm. When someone has a desire, any desire, they go, hey, I want this, I don't want that. It's like, oh, oh you sex little thing, you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I started to notice that in women, and I was like, oh, okay, so that is that what they're talking about? And it just manifests itself a little differently in the, you know, from guy to girl, because uh, our perspectives are always kind of shifted. Uh, being a male, we kind of always think that this is a male thing only, and this is a female thing only. And you start to realize that the same qualities are attractive in both sexes oh, when, yeah. when displayed.
1: Yeah. So, Just like one sexy when you wear a dress and one sexy when you don't wear a dress. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I want to take a little break, and then I want to hear yeah, from no, you. No, like, a, like the, the two things that you f- first did to shift your confidence because I love that you were saying before, like, you didn't have this body language. You didn't have this strength, this power. So I want to hear the things that you did to to shift that for you. So we'll be back right after this. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here
0: and more.
1: If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting, or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to Method slash flirty and you'll find out all about it.
0: Hey, guys. Uh, so <laughs> Sorry, getting trapped in conversation. Um, so Jared just said something between the break and the break that was really interesting. And you said um, making yourself comfortable in uncomfortable scenarios or situations. Yeah. Tell us how you do that. Because I know for me, especially just living, I know our listeners don't all live in Los Angeles, but when you live in LA, there's so many things that are not natural. It's not natural to wear headphones and talk to people. It's not natural to stand in front of a camera, but some people make it look so natural and so comfortable. Yeah. So what do you do to to get there?
2: Well, I mean, it's not necessarily what I do. It's more of a mindset that I developed and that I continue uh, to grow within. Um, So when, you know, when I was a kid, I had a, a very, very hard time socializing. It was very awkward. I dealt with a lot of the same issues that guys deal with now. And you know, you'll see guys when they get nervous, and I'm like, oh my God, I was right there. Like, I know, I know I how feel you feel. It. Um and I I talk about this in in Methodology of the Modern Male, but one of the things that, you know, being a modern male is all about is learning how to be completely comfortable in completely uncomfortable circumstances. And there's nothing more co- uncomfortable than talking to a girl that you really, really like, uh, you know, and, and knowing that she's out of your league or something like that. You just you you start to lock up, you know, you get your your throat starts to seize, you know, you get you start to shake. Like my ejaculate.
0: Legs- I mean, it's so awkward. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then there's that. Then
2: there's then there's like, oh my god, I got a boner. Oh shit, you know, or like, you know, when you're in the hot tub with with a group of girls and you're like 15 and you're like, everybody gets out and you're like, oh crap, I can't get out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> pre learning about the tuck. I, I deal with like that t- all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I learned about the tuck in uh, in junior high. Yeah, or a book. You know, you, you
1: yeah. Get, I mean, this book could be used. <laughs> yeah. Multi-purpose. It is
2: definitely. Uh, it could it could disguise a boner. Um, and it's a cute that. Book. I mean. I don't think teachers realize that, but they should have a special teaching course.
0: And hiding boners? No, no, no. That, <laughs> I think most of my teachers that do that. that. Students
2: <laughs> all try to have something. boners because it's so horrible. Like, you're, you're, you're like 13, you're in class, you're daydreaming about the girl, you know, a few seats up from you. Right. And then all of a sudden the teacher goes, hey, will you write this on the board? And you stand up and, and yeah. you're like, oh, crap, I can't stand up. I can't stand up.
1: No bad for little boys, that's horrible
2: that's why hoodies became so popular because they had those two had oh, those pockets those two you can have of down. in the front and you
1: oh, can pull them down.
2: so that's why kids would always get those
1: baggy hoodies, like yeah, my husband always that was wears hoodies hoodie. that oh <laughs> um, that's interesting
2: so back to the the coaching thing um one of the things that I use uh I, it all started and and this is the most important point, and this is kind of the point that you're touching on with you know telling uh this guy to to have a desire to say what you want. Um, You know, even deeper than that, the most, the single most attractive quality to women is thrive. It's ambition. It's a man who wants, it's a man who's moving forward, setting goals and smashing the crap out of yeah! Everything else from there is different. uh, I mean, obviously varying degrees of attractive, but that's how you kind of see girls with guys who they don't have nothing else going for them they're not good looking they're not you know they they're not refined they might even be misogynistic they might be complete assholes but they're driven mm-hmm. and for some reason that's a really really magnetic quality so if you can be driven and you get all of the other exterior stuff you know um you get your fashion down your hygiene down your fitness down and you're driven
1: oh my god you're yeah, like the king
2: you're 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 a catch so uh, now you don't even need game you don't you don't need to you know you don't need to memorize lines or pick up or any of that stuff because you literally you're, you're the guy that every girl's looking for. You're the unicorn now. Mm-hmm. And so many other guys aren't willing to put in that work or they'll try or they'll put it in work, but they'll go about it in a completely different way. So they'll, you know, memorize lines and they'll be like, well, I don't need to do any exterior stuff and I don't really need to have goals or jobs. But if I lie about it and make girls think that I've got them, I can trick them into sleeping with me. It's like, no, just be what they want. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, just be what they want. Yeah. Um, and the you know, the side effect of this is that it, it's good for you as a man. It's good for you as a man. It's good for
1: you as a human being. Everybody yeah. should have drive and figure out what they want and have goals. Yeah. The thing that th- this is actually one of the first exercises that I did for myself, and that is a part of every single one of my programs. It's, I call it Discover You. It's like you cannot turn anybody else on until you turn yourself on first. You have to discover who the fuck you are, what you're about, what you want, what you're going after, mm-hmm. what you're willing to accept. These are questions most people do not ask themselves. Ever, let alone like for yeah. one period in their life, right? But if you're going to put yourself forward, you have to know what you want because the more clear you are on what you want, then you can very clearly define that path for yep. yourself. So you got to like figure out who exactly what you're saying, like figure out what your drive is, what what your driving forces are, and yep. what you're willing to allow coming back at you.
2: And I talk about uh this in de- in, in several different sections of the book. So I talk about um, drive and, and ambition. Jared's and stuff. good at
1: PR. <laughs> I like it. I it all I know he's like okay
0: I know how to wrap it back to the book <laughs> which <laughs> the, actually the book book is called no One, I have One an amazing Kristen.
2: publicist and he basically uh he he just trained the shit out of me Good. Uh, I spent like two weeks in boot camp and with him hammering me going oh this is how you do it this is how you do it it's amazing so yeah, the book yeah available um you can find it on amazon right now uh methodology of the modern male mm-hmm. but um so I talk about drive and the an interesting thing is that uh Confidence is a direct result of drive. Mm -hmm. Having ambition or wanting something is gonna produce experience in your life. Experience is what produces confidence. Women like experienced men. They like confident men. All that is, is saying that I am familiar with enough comfort testing scenarios to know that I could probably handle this. I'll probably get through It's
1: a through primal it. thing. Yeah. It's what to We're attracted to survival at the end of the day. Exactly. That, that's what it's all about.
2: Exactly. And Survival uh, in nice clothes, though.
1: Of course. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I talk about that specifically, that, that women are actually attracted to a man who goes out and gets and hunts <laughs> and brings back food or currency, which is now, you know, money. Um, which is our, our modern day food. It mm-hmm. means I can procreate with this man. He can provide, he's a go-getter, he's a doer. And then I talk about the idea of being a broken tool and it's like, you know, men will, will kind of, they'll kind of be scratching their heads because they, for them, all they want is an attractive girl. You know, they it's on their priority list that she has goals. I mean, not all men, a lot, some men, Seven. but, um. You know, for a girl, it's like she'll just walk away if a guy doesn't have goals. And guys will be scratching their head going, like, why would she do that? Like, I'm good, I'm here, like why was things are good. And what he doesn't realize is that her primal uh, you know, her her alert system is like, you know, going off, going, I can't procreate with this guy. Uh he's a- My
1: kids are going to die. Yeah.
2: My I'm kids are going you. to die. And what they'll what they I I I hate to relate men as two tools, but I'm not talking about like the the metaphorical. Kind of
0: yeah. Yeah. But I've met a lot of tools, at, <laughs> a lot of broken ones.
2: As like an actual tool, like a screwdriver or something, it's like if if this tool serves a function and its function is to screw this in and it's broken, you know, and it, it's chipped or whatever, it's like you're going to throw the tool away. You're not going to stay with the not tool. if
1: you're a driven man who can figure out how to it's use that broken tool. And fix I'm it.
2: talking about women, so okay. like women wouldn't wouldn't you know you wouldn't keep picking up the same screwdriver. You'd be like, no, oh, well, not this, with this I doesn't work. Another one.
1: <laughs> yeah but tell me about the mindset that you were you were speaking of before, because I love everything you're saying about drive and passion yeah. and experience that builds confidence. These are fantastic things mm-hmm. in in your mind, what is the mindset that knowing those things ha- helps you have like what is that confident mindset? What are you telling yourself
2: you just you know that no matter what comes that you can handle it um you know that you know you know who you are and and it's funny because when you talk about knowing who you are like i mean I feel like a lot of guys don't really know that. And, you know, it's not something that I was like, oh, I'm this way. But because I was driven, I've been through enough experiences to know it's like, nope, that's not going to work. Nope. That, I, don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. So I became very, very good at sorting, um, you know, and that uh, somebody actually said that to me once. She was like, you know, dating is a process of sorting. And I was like, how could you be so, so cold and not open to yeah,
3: go for it. Oh, yeah, no, yeah.
0: it's interesting that you said sorting because a friend of mine just read this book about organization, but for some reason in the book it was saying how our brain sorts, but it doesn't or it it, it doesn't sort necessarily to the extent that we want it to. So it groups everything. So if, if you don't do something, say you don't don't do something on your list and it's only a minute thing like go to the bank, that becomes as heavy as something huge like pay your bills in our heads. Like everything really? weighs so heavily mm-hmm. in our in our heads. So we have to learn how to sort what's important and what's not. Like top priority, low yeah, priority. To yeah. lower your stress levels. Oh, that's interesting. And so I can see that with men and talking to a woman and if she rejects you, then putting that on the same level as a big, big stress. Well, many
1: men tie that to their masculinity. But, so right, of course, but they can but learn
0: not. to yeah. to kind of tear that down into something that's not as important or meaningful as a bigger thing, a bigger life event. Yeah, you know that could stress you out. Yeah. Well, I
1: have you know a question. Saying?
0: Do you think that's actually a really good point? But th- do you think that everybody can
1: learn to be more confident? Everybody can learn. Absolutely. To be with women. Why? Uh,
2: well, I mean, if you look like in any situation, any scenario, it is innately human to evolve, uh, to adapt, and it doesn't matter who you are. You you can and will evolve, and you see this with. Uh, I mean, like military training. You put anyone in the military, they're going to come out saying, hoorah. you know, they're they're going to come out a bigger, stronger man. Um, so, yeah, I think that anybody can learn confidence. And one of my biggest things was I I was very, very driven and I was also very, very uncomfortable in a lot of the scenarios that, you know, people are. So I hated that quality. And I, I literally like I just turned my drive in on that. And I was like, you know what? You I don't like you. I don't want you to exist all of this insecure, uh, you know, uncomfortable, uh, you're the enemy and now I'm going to war with you. So like, I hated it to such an extent that I would bait it and challenge it constantly. And I would go out alone and I would go out sober and I would do all of these things that were just like, I mean, you feel like you're, you're like, crawling in your own skin, but it was like, if I saw a girl and I thought anything even remotely related to, um, you know, oh, she's too good for me, or uh, I don't know what to say, or I started to feel nervous. I would walk right over there and talk to her and just be like, "You know, what? I that. fuck this. You're not allowed to. You're not going to let this control your life and and uh, inhibit you from experiencing what you were what you were put here to do." So, for me, like when it comes to coaching men, when it comes to coaching anything, it all starts with motivation. It all starts with ambition. It all starts with yeah. drive, and it doesn't matter. Really, like, if if you're so driven to do, you know, knickknacks or whatever it is, <laughs> it's okay.
1: I'm okay.
2: Um, <laughs> you know, and you definitely want to lean towards something that you can monetize. But when it comes right down to it, just being driven and having a passion and being passionate about something is so much more attractive. Like, as I'm talking right now, girls that are listening to this would be more attracted to the stuff that I'm saying than if I were actually trying to, like seduce them or talk to them women are attracted to ambitious men they're attracted to driven men so just hearing passion in your voice and talking about something that you really love or that you really know is something that's going to get a girl's attention and that's what i tell guys i'm like look drop the lines drop the games drop the tricks when you want to get a girl think about something that you're really good at Mm Just have that in your head. Exude that confidence, but, you know.
1: Then talk about it. Yeah. Even if what you're doing right now is learning to be more confident, talk about it. How fascinating exactly it is what you read last week? Another guy that you saw, another girl. These exactly a poor example of confidence. Like that's freaking interesting. Information is very fascinating. I've told guys. If you're yeah. Feeling attached to
2: it. I've told guys, like literally, walk up, tell her you bought my book. Or you know, and not even for a marketing thing. I'm like, look, walk up and be like, hey, I got this book on this thing. And uh, I'm, I'm working on my confidence right now. Like, how do I do? Da, 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 da. If, yeah. And play with like, it. Bring it with you and just say, let's read
1: chapter 40. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go off in a corner and do it. I think that's a really good idea. I think yeah. I think at, yeah, you're kind of a woman, Tristan, so you can speak kind to me like, <laughs> like, that,
0: that That is what turns you a little on, bit. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it excites you. Passion and drive is absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's why pickup lines and stuff don't work because there's no... There's feel behind there's it. There's no feel behind it and there's no um, expressing that at all unless it's like i'm driven to drive you crazy or something <laughs> right. you know, like or to creep you out completely.
2: yeah exactly and it's creepy when guys are like that when guys are like trying to be sexy there's nothing in the world that's creepier and it, it's textbook definition sleazy yes. and i talk about that in the book where i'm like look when you go try and be sexy and you try and it, it's a it, fuck co- boy it, well actually it, well a lot yeah. of the guys that do yeah. that are older so it comes off as like that greasy salesman or that like, hey, little girl, I want some candy. And it's like, no, no, no one wants your candy, dude.
1: I had an interesting situation situation in the elevator today when I was uh, coming up to our floor for Playboy. Some guy was getting off at the fourth, fifth floor and he was telling me how like special I am because we have the little passes that let us go up to the seventh floor because oh, you right. can't get yeah. to the seventh floor without having this card that right. we have. Um, and he, I swear to God, was like five foot six, like kind of chubby. I got really intimidated by him by like, this isn't about passion, but like the confidence level that he had in yeah. stating like how kind of cool I was that I had this card. And he just said it with such power and strength behind him. Cause he believed it. Cause he believed it. And I was like, yeah, I'm nervous. And, and then I watched that as he walked off. Yeah, kind time, of which as was also well. sexy. Yeah. And then he, he walked, walked so off and I like, you're short. I'm like, you, are, yeah, yeah. And you're sexy. There were, I was very attracted to him and he was like 50 something. So just saying like that even somebody like that can like it doesn't have to be a perfect package of like great outfit really tall slick back hair driven man like that that drive can be packaged in many different ways and still be like super attractive yeah. to a woman. So let's get back to Justin because I I want to hear some advice that you would give to him specifically. Like you've touched on a few points. You brought up the shirt comment which is it's kind of similar to what I want but I I like the shirt. Yeah. I think that's a really good way of phrasing it. What 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 other advice would you give to Justin?
2: So just I mean the number one thing is find a direction and go. Just just say to yourself, I want to be better at this. I want, if, if what he wants is like what you're talking about, like actually doing that exercise of saying, I want this. If what he wants is to be hip deep in, you know, whatever.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, I like how nice you are that you were uncomfortable saying that. I, well, you know, I, Vagina? I, I have, I have class. Uh,
2: but when it comes right Ooh. down to it, um, you know, if he says, hey, I want to be better at this that's it. That's, that's what's going to fuel the fire and create the journey. And from there, he's going to learn it. Now I created an entire book about my journey and all of the different stuff. So it, it could, it could, you know, foreseeably shorten it because I talk about all the mistakes I made, all of the, you know, I overcompensated or undercompensated and all of the different things that I use to get to where I am and ha- you know, and that's a great stepping stone. So You know, and and the book's really simple. It's like 300 pages. It's, you know, there's all these illustrations in it. It's in bite-sized format. So it's like a blog post, like very easy to read. And then every page is like a new subject. So you get to go through and you're like, oh, hey, today I want to learn about this. And today I want to, tomorrow I want to learn about that. Something
1: really interesting that you touched on, which will be a part of the book, Mm -hmm. is uh, experience. Yeah, and putting everything to practice. Like as wonderful as it is, of like reading this weapon of a book, yeah. <laughs> um, it's that like you have to put it to practice afterwards. Yeah. You have to. What you did, you went and you had experiences. You went by yourself. You went out sober. You went out. You know, you did all of these things and you you tried them. And yeah. I'm I'm guessing you failed
2: i what? uh Yeah. Uh, well, you only fail if you give up. Um, everything else is just a learning experience, and mm-hmm. sometimes you cherish the times when you biff it hard. You know, when you. You hit
1: the I ground. Think, do you really cherish it when you're in the moment and you're and you're like, oh, that felt
2: great to be. No, no. In the, the face, m- like, in the moment, it sucks. Yeah. But then those are stories that you get to walk up. Mm. And I've actually used that where I've completely tanked with a girl. And then I walked up to another girl and told her about the girl that I just tanked with yeah. and how funny it was or whatever. Um, I talk about that, too, in the book, uh, embarrassing moments and how I've actually used embarrassing moments as game. Like I kept putting myself out there. And of course, Some of the times that you put yourself out there, you're going to biff it. So when you've got this whole collection of really funny experiences that you've done...
1: Well, then you're an interesting person.
2: Yeah, yeah. So you've got that to open with and you've got that to talk about and kind of joke with. And it it does a whole bunch of things for you because, A, it says you're humble, but you're Mm -hmm. confident. So you're confident enough to tell somebody a story about you that is, you know, it's so vulnerable. It's like, why would you like, wow, are you really... But then you also get to tell them, you know, the upsides. You get to feed them information through, throughout the story to make you look a certain way to them or better to them.
0: Everything you're saying is very colorful. And I think Justin is very vanilla. And you mentioned something about being vanilla in the interview. And I think he might have a hard time bringing color into his experiences and conversation because it seems like he just wants to say, oh, well, this is what I do and this is what I want. And I like he can say, I want, but I think until he says, I want, and I, I, of course it's going to start on something like yeah. a lower level like i want a sandwich but <laughs> which i do actually currently I'm starving but until he says like i want boom and it's something a little bit louder or scarier or something well, actually so what advice do you have cuz that's what you have to do on a daily basis with your comedy you you bring color
1: to something that other people may just pass by on a daily basis you like how
0: how do you do that well it's all it's all I don't know if I bring that much color. I'm a little, a little yeah, bit of a dark. Debbie Downer. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, I, bring, I bring black. That's the color I bring. Yeah. I, I think just observing, and I say that all the time. Whenever you observe something, you, whenever you observe something, you have an opinion about. We all have. We're on Facebook. Everyone's got a freaking opinion on Facebook. Where in person is this opinion? Because I rarely see it. It's like everyone on Facebook is yeah. like, oh, I like, this it. is how this I is feel following. and I'm mad about this or right? I like that. And then once you get in person, everyone is so like... They don't and. say anything. Right. And well, so
2: Facebook is actually what I feel like Facebook is actually kind of... Um, it's it's creating a rift in the way we communicate because Facebook it has become kind of like the social justice machine that when you put an opinion out there, everybody just kind of attacks it. We all kind of get this like weird forum... All of a sudden, people are much, much more uh, afraid to state their opinions in person and back them up and defend them and and research them. And another thing is people aren't actually backing their stuff up because they don't they haven't spent the time to, you know, sit down and say, hey, this is why I want this. I've analyzed this. I've evaluated this. This is where I'm going because there's so much distracting them. It's like people, net, they're like, oh, I could do that. Or, oh, I want to do that.
1: There's like, a lot of people who are self-editing because they don't know how other people are going to handle what their opinion is. Even if it's a
0: good a good opinion. Yeah. I'm just so, saying Justin needs a strong opinion on yeah. something. He needs Here's to bring an exercise passion. That I but I think that comes with maybe getting, because he seems like he's just a very one-tone mm-hmm. person. And that's not attractive to a woman. It's very boring. It's like, Ugh. Yeah. Like do something here. Like wake me up a little bit. And so I think I whatever that is, he can needs to like agree. wake okay. himself so here's up. Here's my exercise to Justin.
1: So I've talked about this exercise before where, you know, you buy like a stack of kids cue cards or something. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen these before? They're like, hey, Apple. Or yeah, or yeah. Whatever it is. But it's like it's it's a built-in system of cue cards that you can use. So and usually I give the exercise of you look at a cue card and then you tell like three stories. Yeah. That that thing triggers for you. And as you start to practice, it can happen a lot more uh, quickly. And Kristen has mentioned it several times about uh, associations, like what association do you have with an apple or with a ladder, whatever it is. So you can practice working that brain muscle that Mm -hmm. spills out the stories. But uh, but I'm going to add an addition to that exercise. And then, which is then asking the question, like, what do you think of that apple? so that you can state an opinion yeah. about it afterwards and just empty yourself out until you're completely done. Having and you've, an you've given out every single opinion that you have on that apple so that it can be obscure or crazy, whatever it is, you're doing this by yourself. Yeah. So there's, there's the only limitation is one that you put onto yourself. But it's it's a way to like let those things out of your mouth so that you can say them and see that it's not that bad. Yeah. Treat it like you have a little bit of Tourette's.
2: Yeah. It should be and fine. How I did it was, uh, it's uh, similar. Um, acting classes, Oh, yeah. Because it's a closed environment. So, you know, it's not as real as like making a fool of yourself out, out in the world. But, you know, acting classes really force you outside of your comfort zone. You've got to perform in front of uh, an audience and you've got, you know, you're going to deal with all the same stuff. Being in an acting class is very, very much like real life trying to get a girl. So I, I've, and it, it's weird the way that both would make you feel the same. Um,
1: I so, love that. Improv is also another yeah, one. That's, yeah. that's, that's where I got all uh, my so you got your. From
2: you're so I sharp. that's
0: right that's, that's exactly. right that's awesome oh
2: and then
1: the other
0: thing was <laughs>
2: so i i did um combat sports so i was a muay thai fighter and that was huge for me being able to step outside and actually like build myself as a man and being able to see that i wasn't made of glass that's like a uh, fight club when they're talking about you know you realize that you're not made of glass uh yeah, and, and that was like, oh wow. So I was already opinionated before, but then actually having like competed in made combat you into a sport, monster. It, well, it actually kind of calmed me down. It was like oh, I wow. can state this opinion, and you know, I, I'm my 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 complete and total value isn't dependent on whether or not somebody likes this. And my my whole thing was I I I I'm very very opinionated, but I'm also very very open to constructive criticism. So if I'm opinionated about something and somebody like calls me on my shit, nothing irritates me more. So I'll go home and I'll research the hell out of it. And then I'll come back with like, well, not come back in that scenario, but, but, <laughs> but I think it's yeah, like, like,
0: when I went home and I came up a really good comeback now and I'm going to call now you I'm and I'm tell you,
2: but I think that that's important for men. It's like, be, be passionate, uh, be driven, you know? Uh, and, and if you're, if you're passionate about something like know your stuff, read it, research it. And then you have the confidence to put it out there.
1: Have the confidence that you don't know your shit and you're curious because that other yeah, person you knows your too. shit. And you're like, okay, I can collect information. I can have opinions on what you're saying.
2: Yeah, it's not wrong to be curious.
1: Yeah, it's amazing to be curious. And, and it's a exciting, lot
2: of guys too. think that that's insecurity, but it's not. Curiosity in itself is a very, very... Actually, I talk about that in the book,
1: too. Of course you yeah. do What don't you talk about in this freaking book?
2: Everything. There's I mean, even a
0: workout, workout plan in there. Too. Okay, that?
1: so it's big, big letters. Okay, so how many... So let's talk about this book, okay?
0: It is... Two hundred and ninety-eight pages, not. But again, it's it's written in a way where it's not an overwhelming two hundred ninety-eight pages. because no, it's kind it, of big, and there's and there's images, and it's good for someone with ADD. Like
1: yeah, I have really else. bad
2: ADD. So yeah. yeah.
0: So it's perfect. Okay,
1: so I want to wrap up this show. I think we gave great information uh, to Justin. Hopefully, he comes back. He's not too afraid after uh, the assignment that I gave him. I've actually gotten some emails uh, following up from him a lot. It's so interesting. I think because. We're doing this for free. And, and I say, please do not be afraid to use me after this. Like, email me every single day if you need to because, I, the, like, I, I'm there to help you. The more experiences that you have and the more that you relay that to me in an email and, like, make it concrete and I can get feedback or respond to it, that's going to speed up the process for you. Mm-hmm. And I can tell he's, like, nervous to email me or like feel like he's wasting yeah, my time yeah. and i just 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 for anybody who ever does work with me like i am there to be used use oh. and abuse me like how yeah, often i get the
2: exact opposite man what second i get a a coaching client because i i not only teach guys how to be more attractive but i also help guys win their ex-girlfriends back and that's like a it's been a big one so help like help you win your ex back or your ex-wife back and i get frantic like text messages from you know mid-morning <gasps> to three in the morning yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean, I like to develop a really, really personal relationship with, with a lot of my clients. So um, when it comes down to it, yeah. Uh, if, you, if you're hiring me, you are going to have uh, a phone conversation with me. You're going to be able to get in touch with me. And that. a lot of them feel like they're crashing and burning. So, By
0: the way, if anyone wants to hire me, I'm available to chit chat on the phone. I want to do that. That is one of
1: my ideas for what we're going to do in the future. Yeah, yeah. I have a coaching yeah. call with you. I love Yeah. It. Okay, we're going to wrap up now. The show is ending. Thank you so much. I'm going to read it off of your book, Jared Zavistowski. I can't pronounce it either. You said read it right yeah. like how it is on the book. Uh, methodology of the Modern Mail, which is available on Amazon. You can also check out his... Website. Website, uh, okay, sure.
2: ModernMailInc.com. Okay. Um, and then my social media links out from there. So Instagram at Modern.Mail and uh, Twitter at mail methodology. But yeah, that's muttermaleinc.com, INC.
1: Awesome. Well, we're going to continue to do help a brother out. We're going to continue working with Justin and Omar and hopefully Roberto, if he ever pops back into existence. I don't know where he is. Hopefully he's not dead. Um, But we want more guys to help out. So write into ask at askwomenpodcast.com and maybe you can be. And send your awesome. picture
0: along with it. Not that we're yes. being shallow, but it really makes no, we're a being difference. Shallow. Yeah. Well, of course, I'm super shallow, <laughs> yeah. but it does make a difference. So we know the phase you're in in your life and how you how you present yourself, et cetera. So if you don't send a picture, we're not going to consider you. Yes, I like that. Good, strict rules. Uh, New episodes of the
1: Ask Win podcast come uh, come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and download uh, the new episode every week, but even better, go and subscribe so you don't have to manually download every single week and waste your time doing it. You guys are awesome. We love you. Thanks for all the support. We will see you next week.